brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. What's up everyone and welcome back to the Epstein Chronicles. In this episode we're going to pick up where we left off with the Palm Beach Police Report. And this time we're picking up with the narrative of Joseph Ricari. On December 20th, 2005, I contacted ASA Dalio Weiss in an attempt to subpoena the Epstein former houseman Alfredo Rodriguez. Rodriguez, who resides in Miami, had eluded the process servers previously and was not served the investigative subpoena. A telephone message was left as she is not available during the week of 12-19-2005. I made contact with State Attorney Investigator Teresa Wyatt and requested the same via telephone message. I then researched the victim's SG cellular telephone subpoena data, which had been received from a previous subpoena request. I analyzed the records, which depict several calls from Haley Robson. The telephone calls start on February 6, 2005 at 12.49 p.m the same day which the victim and the victim's father stated the incident occurred at Epstein's house. The first incoming call was from Robson's residence at Redacted. The second incoming call from Robson's cell phone, Redacted, occurred at 1.02 p.m. The call durations were one minute or less. The time frame was within 13 minutes apart. It should be noted that Robson's residence was in close proximity to the victim's. The next call occurred at 5 p.m. when the victim telephoned Robson's residence. Several calls were made after the above-mentioned calls, both incoming and outgoing to Robson. Further analysis showed no telephone calls to either Robson's cellular telephone or Robson's residence were registered prior to February 6, 2005. Additionally, I also conducted an analysis on the telephone calls from Redacted. The subscriber information confirmed that the number is registered to Paul A. Lavery, a resident of Florida. The address was cross-referenced to the office of Carolee and Riley Private Investigators. I researched the webpage www.rileycarily.com, which also showed various cases in which they assisted. I also located another website under Coral Spring Park Land Rotary.org 
in which Mr. Riley attended a Miami Rotary meeting and confirmed attorney Roy Black is among his clientele. The telephone calls revealed Lavery had telephone contact with Redacted either just after I attempted to interview them or just prior. A background was conducted on Lavery, which revealed he holds a current private investigator's license. A criminal arrest record revealed he had been previously arrested for possession of cocaine and solicitation of prostitution. I also researched the girls using MySpace.com. This website is a new social networking service that allows members to create unique personal profiles online in order to find and communicate with old and new friends. The site allows one to establish your own MySpace.com page and decorate the page any way you wish. I found the following people have MySpace sites, Haley Robson, and then a bunch of redacted names. I received a singular wireless packet, which contained a CD, which contained the results of the subpoena request for verbatim calls on redacted. An analysis will be conducted in the near future on the phone numbers called. The investigation continues. Continuing with the narrative of Joseph Ricari, upon doing research on the message books recovered in the search warrant, I located the identity of Redacted. The telephone number Redacted was registered to Redacted. She currently is 17 years old and she is attending the Redacted Academy. I respond to the 1801 Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard, also known as Palm Beach Mall. I located the Redacted Foundation. I located Redacted Redacted inside the Foundation and informed her that I was investigating a case against Jeffrey Epstein and she knew she had been at the house. Redacted started to cry, and I advised her she had put that part of her life behind her. I explained that although she is 17 years old, I needed to inform her parents that she would be interviewed. She provided her home telephone number I attempted to contact and left voicemail messages at the house to speak with her parents. Detective Caristo and I then located Redacted at a residence located at Redacted in West Palm Beach. I attempted to interview her about Jeffrey Epstein. She advised she is, in so, she is so in love with Jeff Epstein and would do anything for him. She further explained that she would not speak with us about him, either negative or positive. She asked us to leave her property. I informed her that although she did not wish to speak with us, I had sufficient information at this point in the investigation to know that she was at Epstein's house and provided girls to Epstein to work. I also explained that prior to our arrival at her residence, I had telephone contact with her father, Redacted, who was told she would be interviewed. Redacted is currently 17 years old, and as a juvenile, parental notification would be required. We, we then left the area and returned to the police station. While at the police station, I left another telephone message for Redacted's parents. I began an analysis of Sarah Kellen's cellular telephone, the telephone number redacted is assigned to Sarah Kellen, and the financially responsible party is Jeffrey Epstein of 457 Madison Avenue. The time frame which it was subpoenaed was September 2005 through October 2005. There were 87 pages of calls made either to the cell phone or from the cell phone. The local 561 numbers were analyzed a spreadsheet was prepared and placed into the attachment file of who called. The unknown numbers were researched using phonefinder.com and subpoenas were requested to determine subscriber information. This was done to identify additional victims or witnesses. 
The analysis revealed that Kellen had called the victim or witnesses frequently when Epstein was in town in Palm Beach to work. This confirms what the girls interviewed had previously stated. Kellen would notify them when Epstein was in town and their willingness to work. The CD was placed into evidence. The investigation continues. The narrative continues with Joseph Ricari. On December 29, 2005, I received a facsimile from National Compliance Center from Singular Wireless for a telephone number redacted. This was the telephone number for Haley Robson during the time frame when the victim, redacted, was brought to the Epstein house to work. An analysis of the phone records of all incoming and outgoing calls showed that on February 6, 2005, the day the victim, redacted, was brought to the house, Robson first called Sarah Kellen, Epstein's assistant, at redacted at 12.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following call was made to the victim, redacted, at 1.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and at 1.02 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This confirms the information provided by the victim and the victim's father. I photocopied the records and enlarged the page 8 of 10 to show the calls made by Robson on February 6, 2005. To this date, I have not heard from Redacted's parents. I will attempt to establish contact with them during the evening hours. I received a package from attorney Guy Fronstein, which was hand-delivered at the police station. Within the package was a letter from Alan Dershowitz and two MySpace profiles. The profiles were that of Redacted and Redacted. MySpace is a social networking service that allows members to create unique personal profiles online in order to find and communicate with old and new friends. This package was in response to a previous meeting in which Mr. Dershowitz called to assist in the investigation in providing any additional witnesses, such as house employees who have been reluctant to speak with law enforcement. I reviewed the profiles Mr. Dershowitz enclosed, Redacted, who designed her blog to be Redacted, fucking Redacted, still attends Redacted High School, sends and receives messages from friends which contain some profanity. Upon reviewing her friend's comment section from MySpace, most of her good friends sent messages to establish contact and invite her to go out. I then reviewed Redacted's weblog, which was provided by Mr. Dershowitz. Miss Redacted designed her blog to be redacted. Her blog states that her interests include music, theater, and weed. I reviewed her packet, in which she declares her love for her live-in boyfriend. She also describes using marijuana with her boyfriend, Redacted. We're talking about underage girls here, remember, okay? Little high school girls. And Alan Dershowitz and his band of merry scumbags destroyed these little girls and their reputation because of a MySpace profile. The letter that Mr. Dershowitz sent advised he was looking into the allegations that one of the private investigators used by the private attorneys of Epstein attempted to impersonate or state that they were police officers from Palm Beach. Mr. Dershowitz advised that the investigators used to interview Redacted had quite a distinct speech impediment, did not claim to be, nor did they impersonate themselves as police officers. This package was sent to both ASA, Lana, Belahovic and ASA Dahlia Weiss at the state attorney's office. So they were on the march here and Dershowitz and his team were trying to preempt this and get ahead of everything that was coming down the pipe. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I made telephone contact with ASA Weiss to confirm she received the package and request an interview with Sarah Kellen, Nadia Marcinkova, and Janicis Banasik. She advised she would assist in attempting to contact Mr. Dershowitz. On January 3rd, 2006, I received a telephone call from ASA Weiss, who informed me that she made telephone contact with Mr. Dershowitz. She had requested the employees be available the week of January 3rd, 2006, Mr. Dershowitz informed her that the assistants are out of the country and would require additional time to locate them and make them available. Imagine this bullshit. The games that rich people can play. And then Maxwell has the audacity, right, to tell us how she's getting a a bad shake. Okay, sure. The next narrative we have is from Lori Minot. On Thursday, 3.31.05, I started conducting surveillance at 3.58 El Brio. At this point, I observed at 11.55 hours, a tan Altima bearing Florida tag redacted in roadway, black bearing Florida tag in drive, and a tan Honda Civic bearing Florida tag redacted in the roadway, a black Chevy Suburban in the driveway, and a black Cadillac Escalade in the driveway. At 1,325 hours, I observed the tan Honda Civic in the roadway, a black Chevy Suburban in the driveway, a black Caddy Escalade in the drive, and the white Kia car bearing Florida tag redacted. At 1615 hours, I observed the tan Honda Civic redacted in the roadway, a black Chevy Suburban in the drive, a black Caddy Escalade in the driveway, and a white Kia car redacted in the roadway. On Friday, 4105, I continued surveillance at 358 El Brio. At 1130 hours, I observed the tan Honda Civic bearing Florida tag redacted in the roadway, a black Cadillac Escalade in the driveway, and a tan unknown make model bearing Florida tag redacted in the roadway. At 1227 hours, I observed a tan Honda Civic redacted in the roadway, a black Caddy Escalade in the driveway, and a black Chevy SUV located behind the Escalade. At 1345 hours, I observed a tan Honda Civic redacted in the roadway, and a black Chevy SUV in the driveway. At 1558 hours, I observed the tan Honda Civic redacted in the roadway, a black Chevy SUV in the driveway, a black Caddy Escalade in the driveway, and a dark unknown model make car parked in the garage. On Saturday, 4205, I continued surveillance at 358 El Brio at 713 hours. I observed a red Explorer bearing Florida tags redacted in the roadway and a black Caddy Escalade in the driveway. At 8.14 hours, I observed a red Explorer redacted in the roadway, a black Cadillac Escalade in the driveway, and a tan Honda Civic redacted at 0.952 hours. I observed a red Explorer redacted in roadway, black Caddy Escalade in driveway, tan Honda Civic in the roadway, and also a gray unknown make model with BM in the trunk retrieving landscaping tools. 
At 11.55 hours, I observed a gray Camaro bearing Florida tag redacted parking in the roadway in front of 358 El Brio. A white female, blonde hair, teens to early 20s, thin and tall, wearing a white tank top and short blue jeans, blue shorts, excuse me, exited the vehicle and walked to the rear of the house. I also observed a red Explorer in the roadway. Tan Honda Civic redacted in roadway and black Caddy Escalade in the driveway. At 13.10 hours, I observed a red Explorer, white female driver leaving the area, tan subcompact on roadway, and a red neon bearing Florida tag redacted. Then observed three white females approximately 16 to 18 years of age jogging. All three females ran into the driveway. There were two blonde hair and one brown hair. On Sunday, 4.305, I continued surveillance at 3.58 El Brio. At 7.19 hours, I observed a tan Honda Civic redacted in roadway and a black Caddy Escalade. At 9.34 hours, I observed a tan Honda Civic redacted in the roadway and a black Caddy Escalade in the driveway. At 10.57 hours, I observed only the tan Honda Civic. On Tuesday, 4.505, I continued surveillance at 3.58 El Brio. At 10.52 hours, I observed a red Explorer in the roadway, a green Explorer bearing Florida tag redacted in the roadway, a green Altima bearing Florida tag redacted in the roadway, white Ford truck redacted in the roadway, black Mercedes in the driveway being washed by a black male and an unknown dark car parked in the garage. At 10.59 hours, a blue Chevy Suburban drove to the house of 358 El Brio and parked in the driveway. At 11.19 hours, I observed the white Ford truck, which was the Pullman, leave the area. At 11.26 hours, I observed a gray, unknown, make-model car parked in the roadway. White male got out of the car and walked to a house on the south side of El Brio. At 14.06, I observed a red Explorer parked on the roadway and a large white box truck parked behind the surveillance suburban. All right, folks, we're going to wrap up this episode here, and in the next episode, we'll pick up where we left off. All of the information that goes with this episode can be found in the description box. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 